This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Good morning, I'm Jim Lang. Welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Well, once again this weekend, the quest for the Kentucky Derby continues today as Tampa Bay Downs will host the signature event of their race meeting, the $400,000 Grade 2 Tampa Bay Derby and the feature of the Tracks Festival Day of Racing, considered to be one of the top early preps for the first Saturday in May. The Tampa Bay Derby offers important qualifying points for the big race itself, and one person who has her finger on the pulse of Tampa Bay Downs Racing is their simulcast racing analyst, Ren Carruthers, and you Woodbine fans may recognize the name also as during Woodbine Surabed Meet. You can find her providing a daily best bet selection on their website shortly. We will find out more about Ren and also talk about some of today's big carter racing at Tampa Bay. Also on today's show, last season, we met Robert Reed Jr., harness racing handicapper extraordinaire and editor of the Woodbine Mohawk Parks, the Horse Players Journal, a selection piece that is part of the Mohawk Racing Program. With the Standard Brits now in full swing at Mohawk, we thought it was time to check in with Robert once again and talk Standard Brit handicapping and the exciting racing that we have to look forward to at the Milton Oval, including the recent announcement by Woodbine Entertainment of the nine slot owners for this year's Mohawk Millions to be held September the 25th for two-year-old trotters and finally well he is back my co-host larry simpson will once again try to sniff out some potential betting opportunities and provide a betting gem or two at some of the north american tracks today and of course on tonight's live card of harness racing at woodbine mohawk park with our ponies picks of the day it's going to be a great show you better get your hpi and your dark horse accounts ready to go for some heavy duty betting action today when we come back my co-host larry simpson will join us we catch up with some recent racing news it's time for ponies 24 7 the radio magazine We'll be right back. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Go from Dark Horse to Winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. Lymphoma Canada and Ponies 24-7 recommend that you don't horse around with lymphoma. Lymphoma affects the lymphatic system of both horses and humans, and currently there are over 100,000 Canadians living with the disease. Lymphoma is also the most common cancer diagnosis for adolescents and young adults. Visit lymphoma.ca slash ponies to donate to the Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma campaign. With your help, we can promote early detection, assist newly diagnosed patients, and support lymphoma research. In past years, Canadian horse players would be in Florida now, enjoying the live horse racing at Gulfstream Park. Well, things are a little different this year, but you can still watch and wager on all the Gulfstream races with your HPI Bet account and Dark Horse app. Live thoroughbred racing continues for Gulfstream's championship meet until March 28th, Wednesday through Sunday on both the main track and turf course. Watch and wager on Gulfstream Park with your HPI Bet account or Dark Horse app. It's the next best thing to being there. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Jim Lang, and let me introduce to you my co-host, the expert in all things ponies, 
the one and only Larry Simpson. Larry, how are you? I'm doing okay. How about you, Jim? No, no complaints, no complaints. Getting closer to spring, getting closer to uh, the thoroughbred season, opening up a woodbine, and we're getting closer week by week to the Kentucky Derby, and the trail to the Kentucky Derby is hot and heavy right now, Larry. It is. Uh, we saw two uh, races last week, uh, the, the uh, Southwest and the Fountain of Youth, and uh, today we have... Uh, the Gotham at Aqueduct, the San Felipe at Santa Anita, and the Tampa Bay Derby. So, uh, yeah, it's it's an important time of year because uh, if you've got a horse on the Derby Trail, you want to get some points from some of these races and not be waiting until, you know, the Louisiana Derby or the uh, Santa Anita Derby later on, uh, you know, take the pressure off a little bit and get some points. Well, these next six weeks, when you think about it, Larry, with some of the quality horses we've seen so far, uh, if you do wait, you're probably going to miss out. Well, yeah, and, and there's some horses still that haven't even started that were were good two-year-olds, and that, and you're going to see them out very shortly. So the competition's going to get pretty hot and heavy. Yeah, spring arrives shortly, so we're about, uh, what, 15 days away from spring, and then spring arrives, and the track's getting very busy in Woodbine Thoroughbred, and before you know it, the Kentucky Derby will be here, and lots of stuff on the line today in Tampa Bay. Well, it's a long way from a family farm in Michigan to one of the top horse racing simulcast analysts in North America, but that's exactly who Ren Carruthers is, and Woodbine fans know her very well, and she's also a big part of Tampa Bay Downs Racing, and joins us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ren, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, it's a pleasure. Um, I, I mentioned your journey. This has been obviously a lifelong journey from you being involved with horses and horse racing. Oh, yes. I, I mean, I've loved them since I can even remember my parents uh, owned a thoroughbred uh, breeding farm in Michigan. You know, I just thought going forward with, you know, seeing the different uh, media expanding around horse racing, why not put my love of horses together with my love of broadcast? And thankfully, it, it's led me to these opportunities. And one of the things, I guess, that uh, you excel in is pedigrees of thoroughbred horses, correct? To the point that uh, they call you the, oh, yeah. the pedigeek. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is a moniker I, I proudly wear. You know, these pedigrees, they all fit together like a puzzle piece. So if you enjoy puzzles, if you enjoy crossword puzzles, Sudoku, or however it's pronounced, I mean, it goes without saying that you are looking at a pedigree as a puzzle piece or even a tapestry that pulls together a picture. And, um, yeah, I just find it fascinating. And I've always had sort of a, an edge regarding pedigree when it comes to handicapping. So that was kind of my niche where I had an edge. But, you know, thankfully, doing Tampa has enabled me to show people that now I know how to handicap other races as well. <laughs> so does it make a difference with your pedigree um, abilities and capabilities when you're trying to handicap a younger horse as opposed to maybe more experienced horse? Oh, definitely. I mean, the pedigree will come into play predominantly when we're looking at the two-year-olds starting at their careers, but it also comes into play with any first-time starter or a horse trying something new, whether it's a new distance, a new surface. Um, and sometimes we will also be able to project, you know, well, maybe this horse wasn't great as a two-year-old because the pedigree is one of those ones that needs some seasoning, some maturation. Part of the issue, too, has to be yeah, there's the pedigree there, but when you're handicapping, there also has to be some form with the horse as, as, as well, correct? Yes. Oh, yeah, and I weigh that all in the balance. Definitely you want to see some form. One of my favorite angles is if you've seen a horse who has latent turf pedigree and yet they've been working really well on dirt or performed well on dirt because then the whole, the whole common sense 
point that you're looking at is, well, gosh, if this horse can be so good on the surface, they're not exactly bred for, what are they going to do when they get on the surface that they are? Speaking of Ren Carruthers, one of the top simulcast racing analysts for horse racing tracks in North America. Ren, uh, very busy with Tampa Bay Downs, but also does work for Woodbine, and Woodbine racing fans know her very well. Ren, how did you get involved with Woodbine Thoroughbreds? Well, actually, it was great. Um, Keaton McCallumont, who previously worked for Woodbine, had reached out to me about doing a daily pick for the uh, for their uh, online uh, viewers. They're, you know, people can just go on, click, find out handicapping selections from quote-unquote experts. <laughs> so um, and he, knowing of my, you know, sort of niche with the, the pedigrees and understanding that they had a lot of good maiden races, on their card had reached out to me. And so when I do my daily best bet of the day for Woodbine, I am predominantly looking just at the main races that they have and focusing on those to find hopefully a price play. Now explain your role at uh, Tampa Bay and how, how did you, you know, come up with that, uh, that role? Um, you know, was it uh, based on, on your handicapping expertise from the pedigree side or, uh, and and also when when you're doing doing it, you're you're kind of doing it from a uh, a more distant location, correct? Yes, I'm actually doing this from Lexington, Kentucky, and I know some people would be, uh, you know, questioning. Well, you know, without being able to see the horses in the paddock, has that been a problem? It hasn't been a problem, thankfully. Um, you know, you watch these backtracks now with the. Thankfully, you know, when you have formulator with DRF, you can go on and you can look at these horses, their prior races, their prior form, what they should look like. Uh, you know, and a lot of these horses race so frequently at Tampa that, you know, they generally look the same race to race. Um, and the, the way that I came into the role there was, I, you know, we've always, my husband and I have always been fans of Tampa and we've visited Tampa uh, in the past. And um, one of the people that I just adore who works there is, uh, Margo Sherwood Flynn, and um, she she knows that I'm a huge pet geek, and she also knows that I'm you know a savvy handicapper as well. And so when Shade left, she was uh, wondering if I might be able to step in that role because you know now with social media, it's 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 fun to be able to reach out to people on that level and. So it was, made, you know, weighing in the balance that, you know, the social media kind of makes up for not being there on site. And she knows I have a big social media presence. And uh, at the time, I was kind of still a new mom. And, <laughs> and so with Matt Carruthers, who is my husband, who's an analyst for TVG, since he was already looking at Tampa as part of his job, uh, I, I kind of offered him up and said, well, what about Matt? And so Matt did the did the season last meet and you know now that I've got kind of things under control with the two-year-old <laughs> I took my role back no, you don't. for this one. <laughs> um, so this is a busy day in Tampa at the track the Tampa Bay Derby who do you like and what are some of the top horses that are standing out to you Ren? Well I'm actually taking a giant swing here in the uh, I mean a giant is relative right <laughs> because it's all about the odds we'll see what the odds go off uh, but I am going to go against the favorite in here and try to beat him with uh, a horse who's been installed at 8-1 to one on the morning line, and that is super strong. The two horse, he's one of three in here for 
Staffy Joseph. I mean, this horse has put in four consecutive five furlong workouts into this race, which tells me that they're looking for him to finish really strong, be able to sustain. Um, and now you're making this first start for Staffy Joseph, who is, you know, really good also bringing a horse back off a layup because that race was back in December. So he's 23% doing that. Um, you've got top ace jockey Antonio Gallardo taking the reins for this horse to, you know, navigate him around the track here. And on top of it, your pedigree is amazing. I mean, sloppy track, not sloppy track. I would like him either way. Because, okay, yeah, you're my super saver. But then the dam there, strike, this is where my pedigree is going to come into play. A strikingly beautiful, a daughter of smart strike. She, was, she herself was stakes place. And then the grandmother of super strong, Daughter of Stormcat and a half sister to freaking Tiz now. <laughs> so, I mean, this has also been the family of Painter and Oxbow. And I mean, just is a really great pedigree. And for them to go and not only import, you know, bring this horse here, but to Triple Crown nominate him, they obviously think, think he's got the good. So, that horse is going to be on my top. I will use Candyman Rocket in the top three, but. Beating him uh, for the second spot for me is going to be the 11th Promise Keeper, uh, who is one of two in here for Todd Pletcher. Uh, this horse, the only question to me is going to be whether or not he can rate. Um, I'm going to guess he can. I mean, obviously, Todd's amazing at, at, at you know, training versatility in the horses. You're, you're by constitution, so that means you're AP Indy line and you're out of a curling mare. So coming off of Lasix isn't going to be a big deal, I don't think, at all. Um, and then that pedigree right there is, is pretty, uh, you know, great as well. But, I mean, what do you expect? <laughs> I mean, this uh, mom here, she's a half-sister to grade one winner, great hunter. And so uh, the family also includes Owen Dale, more spirit, stellar wind. It's just fabulous. Good stuff. Rand, thanks so much for joining us. Great insights. We really appreciate it. Uh, obviously, that's why you're so good at what you do. All the best, and uh, good luck today in some great racing at Tampa, the Tampa Bay Derby. Right back at you guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. When we come back, Robert Reed Jr. joins us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one betting site for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 500 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. COSA, the Central Ontario Standard Bread Association, proudly serving Ontario horse people. COSA, helping to ensure and support a collaborative and vibrant harness racing industry based on integrity and accountability. For more information, please visit the COSA website at cosaonline.com or call 905-854-2672. Ontario Racing, the excitement of thoroughbred, standard bread, and quarter horse racing at 15 racetracks. We are the voice of the Ontario horse racing industry, and we direct breed improvement programs, set annual race dates, and work on attracting new horse owners and race fans. Ontario Racing is committed to supporting a vibrant industry with one vision, working together for a stronger horse racing community. To get your horsepower, go to OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing, three breeds, one vision. This is 105.9 The Region. 
Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. On one of the last year's show, we met our next guest, Robert Reed Jr., who, besides being a lifelong fan of harness racing, also has the envious job of watching a lot of standard bred races and also is responsible for preparing the Horse Players Journal, which many of the Woodbine Mohawk Park betters follow faithfully. Robert, welcome back to the show. How are you, my friend? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me. Uh, last year was a pleasure, and, and I'm looking forward to our conversation today. Uh, it, obviously, the lockdown affected everyone, but it's great to have Mohawk back. Uh, from your standpoint, how different has it been since the return? Well, I mean, the big difference for me is that I was uh, I was slumping uh, out of the gates. It, it was it was interesting because the the previous lockdown that we came out of was when I actually started the journal, uh, and I came out on fire. Uh, and this time around, I, I kind of. Um, you know, felt a little lonely with everyone else picking winners except for myself. But but we re- rebounded with a pretty good night last night um, with uh, with four top selections and and a positive ROI. So things seem to be uh, on the turnaround. But it must have been difficult for you to put the journal together, especially like a lot of these horses, except you know, the ones that maybe went to the Meadowlands or that they hadn't raced since December. So like they, they'd been off like six, maybe seven weeks, right? So like, how did you do it? You know, there's not really a frame of reference for replays except for the ones that have been racing. So I, I do go a little bit on, uh, you know, their previous form, but but mostly it comes down to connections for me uh, and doing some investigating, uh, you know, trying to find out, uh, you know, what horses uh, were really training right, right through the lockdown. So uh, I, I was, you know, trying to call in a lot of favors and, and begging a lot of horsemen for some information because at the end of the day, um, you know, that, that's certainly part of the game, especially with horses off the layoff. And, and I try to provide as much insight in that area in the journal as I can. Uh, it's funny to see that, Robert, because I would think for a lot of listeners, they, they realize, oh, yeah, it's like if I took a month or two months away from swimming or the gym, it'd take me a while to get back up to top speed. Probably no different than the horses. Oh, for sure. And and there's certain, um, you know, uh, trainers that, that really thrive off a layoff uh, and also horses that, that do the same. So, uh, that's where, um, you know, a tool like uh, Track It on Standard Bird Canada was really useful because you can go back and look at uh, a horse's uh, career lines and, and try to identify, you know, exactly, uh, you know, when that horse race lasts off a long layoff or when they've done it in their career and how they performed. And, and for the most part, it, it, it kind of rang true. You know, the, the, the no qualifier part of it is what makes it a little more difficult, but, but just requires a little more digging. Do you have a, a special favorite angle, maybe first time off the claim or third start off a layoff? or You want to look second or third start off the layoff. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think trainers nowadays have them ready to go a lot sooner than they, than they did in the past. Uh, the one angle, I guess, I guess we could call it that. Um, I think the most, you know, underrated form of handicapping or, or at least skill set in harness racing is knowing conditions and, and just being very aware of the condition book and 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 how um, they fit into any given card. And the one that I've found to be very fruitful is when you have horses coming uh, from open claiming races to condition claiming races. Uh, for example. You'll see a horse coming from a 10 claimer that's open company and moving into a $15,000 claimer against condition company, so horses that have not earned a certain amount of money in their life. Uh, and those horses get overlooked a lot. Uh, it happens uh, quite frequently. And usually 
to the naked eye, it looks like a horse is moving up in class when they're in fact moving down in class. So I really believe that's probably the most, um, you know, underrated, um, you know, handicapping skill set in all of harness racing. Robert, we're talking a lot about trainers and horses, but drivers are a big part of it. Of course, Bob McClure was the big driver last year. Any other drivers that have caught your eye this year that we should keep an eye on as well? Well, you know, when you look at the races so far, it's kind of like last year. It's, you know, death taxes and Sylvan Fillion and uh, Rich, Richard Moreau just, you know, winning at a high clip. I mean, they they, they, they fit together so well. Um, you know, he's, he's got a lot of good horses. He's got a great eye for horses. And, and, and Sylvan gets to, to drive, uh, you know, the, the lion's share uh, of everything out of that barn. So, uh, for me, I, I'm always looking – um, for a horse that might be getting Sylvan Fillion for the first time, um, or, or really a driver uh, that suits a horse. For example, last night, um, Craig Barr's horse, and look at that, they're like Night Watchman. Wow, there you go. So that's what happens when you watch, uh, you know, hundreds of replays a day. So Night Watchman won the last uh, last race last evening, and Doug McNair. Uh, it was the you know the first time I believe he ever jumped on the horse. Um, you know, and last week had a great driver in, in, in Jody Jameson as well. Um, you really didn't get off the switch that well, but, but this week with Doug McNair, he, he just seemed to be a horse that suited the driver and a driver that suited the horse, and it all came together for a victory. Just uh, this week, uh, Woodbine Entertainment announced the uh, post draw for the, uh, well, not the draw, but the uh, post slots, I guess you would say, for the Mohawk Million in uh, September for the two-year-old trotters. Uh, how big an event is this? Well, for for me last year, it was it was certainly one of my favorites uh, of the entire season, and and I think part of it came down to um, getting to follow it very closely. I did a piece for um, you know Daily Racing Forum, um, their harness side, uh, and uh, we, we basically tracked uh, horses on their way or potential horses on their way to the million, uh, and, and it was a lot of fun, and, and it really you know, it was neat to see it unfold to, you know, you know that all these guys that own the spots aren't going to necessarily have the horses for the spots and they're going to be brokering deals to figure out, you know, what's, uh, what their best bet would be and what uh, horses they should try to, um, you know, lobby to get to race uh, in, in the spot that they own. So, uh, you know, to me, I thought it was a fantastic event. I can't wait to see it again this year. Uh, the, the race ended up being a, a really, you know, good race. Obviously, uh, I was rooting for a local interest in Donna Soprano, and, and, and she raced well, but, but had to settle for second. Um, but, but to me, I, I just find the trail to that race really intriguing. Uh, you know, one of, one of which that, you know, when I was younger, I always loved following the Derby Trail. For me now, being a harness racing fan and, and loving this circuit especially, you know, I, I get that same feeling when I follow the trail to the Mohawk Million. Robert, Saturday night at Mohawk, always a special one. Who do you like tonight? Well, you know what? Uh, I'm going to go back to I'll give you my best bet on the card, and it's in race number eight, uh, and it's a horse by the name of Rock Me, Roll Me, number four. Uh, this, this horse uh, raced absolutely fantastic off the bench, off the bench last week uh, in non-winners of 16,000 last five. Moving up significantly tonight, but that effort was, uh, you know, a real eye-catching one, first over, uh, and really kind of, you know, did it on his own in, in the lane. A little, a little bit of verging from Jody Jameson. Uh, and I know that, uh, you know, Anthony Montini has this horse in tip-top shape. And, and I think, you know, he's ready to, to make this step up in class and maybe even further to the, to the preferred level when we do see that class. So 
three to one in the morning line. I, I don't think it's any secret, you know, how well this horse raced last time. I think everyone else saw it as well. But I'm hoping the move up in class will will help us get a decent price and. And again, number four, roll, rock me, roll me, and race number eight is my best bet of the night. Robert Reed Jr., the Horse Players Journal. That's why we love it, and that's why you listen. Robert, thanks for joining us. Greatly appreciate it, and have a great week, uh, great weekend, and all the best in the future. Thanks for having me. You too, guys. Take care. After the break, Larry Simpson looks at some racing action today around North America, and of course, a race or two would buy Mohawk Park tonight, and hopefully provides you some successful betting nuggets. So make sure that your dark horse app and your HPI accounts and apps are all ready to work overtime today because stick around. Larry's Ponies Picks of the Day are next. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Discover a new breed of excitement with Live Horse Racing. Ontario Racing represents 15 racetracks where you can experience the excitement of thoroughbred, standardbred, and quarter horse racing. To find the racetrack nearest you, go to OntarioRacing.com. New to betting? Check out our Betting 101 page and learn about the HPI Bet Wagering Platform and the Dark Horse app. The best and safest online betting options. Get your horsepower at OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing. Three breeds, one vision. Gulfstream Park's championship meet continues with live thoroughbred racing every Wednesday through Sunday until March 28th. On March 27th, Gulfstream's biggest day of the year features the $750,000 Curlin Florida Derby, the headliner of a stakes-filled card of racing and one of the final preps for the Kentucky Derby. Watch and wager on the Florida Derby race card through your HPI bet account or Dark Horse app. It is the next best thing to being there. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Well, before we wrap up our show, of course, what would Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, be without a couple of possible betting opportunities and possible betting gems? Larry giving us his much-anticipated Ponies Picks of the Day. Larry, make us some money. Fingers crossed, Jim. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Always. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start at Gulfstream, uh, race 10. It's the Captive Island Stakes uh, for fillies and mares, five furlongs on the turf. The number six horse, uh, Miss Oramet, looks like the horse to beat in here. She's five for 11 at the distance, had her fastest lifetime buyer her last start, and she's worked very well since that race. So she's a horse that's in, in good shape. Paco Lopez is riding her back again today. Gulfstream Park, number six, Miss Arant. Uh, Woodbine Mohawk Park uh, tonight. We have uh, race two, one-mile pace for uh, num winners of five horses, uh, five races lifetime, I should say. The number seven horse, B2B, has drawn the trailing 10-hole, can you believe it, two races in a row, and has closed each time, and last race only got beat like three-quarters of a length. Hmm. Um, and an interesting note of interest, on November 23rd last year, B2B had the seven-hole and won. Oh, Oh, so, see, this is what we call betting gems. Betting gems, yeah. So Woodbine Mohawk Park, race two, number <laughs> seven, B2B. All right, and the big race today, Tampa Bay. Uh, yes. One of the big races, I should say, the uh, Tampa Bay Derby, which is a purse of 400000 grade two, mile and a 16th on the dirt. Although I was all over, if you recall, uh, the favorite uh, Candyman Rocket uh, mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago on the Sam Davis, I'm going to go against him today. 
Uh, I still like him going forward into the Derby. But so you and Ren are going against a favorite. Yeah, I am. I like the number eight horse, this Hidden Stash, who actually was a fast-closing third behind the Candyman that day. And uh, he's had uh, five lifetime starts. He's improved. His buyer has improved every time. And he should uh, be uh, decent. And should the track be a little off today, he's even won at Keeneland on a, on a sloppy track or an off track. He's reunited with his jockey, Raphael Berano, today, and I think he uh, just should get the uh, job done. So race 11, number 8, the Tampa Bay Derby, hidden stash. And just a a note uh, at Santa Anita, Santa Anita's got a great card of uh, racing today, including uh, the San Felipe, which is a uh, Mm -hmm. Kentucky Derby prep. A big one, too. It is, it is. And, uh, you know, it's uh, going to be a good, good race, but... Race nine is the uh, Kilroy Mile on the turf, and obviously it's a mile on the turf. And a few weeks ago, we had Mark Cassie on, yeah. and he was talking about the horse ride a Comet, who's had a couple of injuries and come back, and since he's come back, he, uh, he's been undefeated. Well, ride a Comet's in the uh, Kilroy uh, today, and he's got uh, the nine, uh, post nine, and that's uh, race nine, so double nines. And I think uh, he should uh, have a great shot in there. So Nice. Very nice. As always, thank you for joining us for this edition of Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Just a reminder, if you'd like to receive a free digital copy of the latest Ponies 24-7 magazine, email Larry Simpson at theponies247experience at gmail.com. And don't forget about the Ponies 24-7 Lymphoma Canada campaign, Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma. For more information on this, go to the landing page lymphoma.ca slash pony. Stick around with 105.9 The Region all weekend long. The legend, Ann Romer, the birthday girl. Yes, happy birthday, Ann Romer, with the feed. York Region's only magazine show is up next. I'll be back here Monday morning. Bet wisely. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks for listening. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine with Jim Lang and Larry Simpson has been brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8.30 for more on the world of horse racing. This is 105.9 The Region.